Welcome to the favorites, the podcast. I'm Chad Millman from the Action Network. It's Monday, which means it's time for the Nine Team Parlay podcast, which really should be like the Three Team Parlay podcast because <laughs> it's about as often as it's about how many games we win every week in this thing. But listen, I think people are listening just for the joy. Um, at least I hope so. Jeff Schwartz, Action Network writer, analyst, extraordinaire, eight years in the National Football League. Paul LaDuca, Action Network writer, analyst, extraordinaire, 10 years in Major League Baseball, four-time All-Star. Hello, boys. Jeff, you can go first. Let's not cross-talk over each other. How you doing, man? I'm great. We have a snow day in Charlotte today. It's lightly dusting, which means the schools are closed, the roads are uninhabitable, and the city must not cease to exist. Wow. I like how you guys rally in the Queen City. We we make it happen. You know, my wife and I drove yesterday about 5 p.m. We had to go to her work is nearby, and they had to check on work to make sure it was still, like, functioning, and still the building was still, like, there. And... The roads were completely fine. There was not, there was no snow, no ice on them. We, we might have got like an inch of ice and sleet ish yesterday, snowing right now. And they pushed work to like noon and the schools are, it's, it's, it's an absolute, it's, it's insane. It, the South just can't handle it. Can't handle it. Polly Laduca, how you doing? Feeling pretty freaking great. So you're going to be Schwartzing today, as, as they call it. You're going to be parodying. I'm talking to Jeff with the snow. Oh. By the way, the only salt I'll be seeing out here in Southern California will be on my caviar. What are, what are you? Listen, there's no way you can afford caviar. I follow <laughs> you in the app. You're down like 800 units. And honest to God, I might have to stop following you in the app because I get so many alerts about what Paula Duke is betting. I went 3-0 and this week. I'm kind of worried about you. I feel like you were firing away on literally every single... Like, Every first half, every second half, every sport, every no, that's, game, that's, at all times. No, that's 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 NCAA, and Jeff knows because I play those action reverses and I do stuff like that on NCAA basketball. But, but um, seriously, dude, it's insanity. I'm looking at the app right what now. What do you Hold think on. this is called? Betting? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you, what's, that, what's that called? I mean, it's not, it's, for really, the, it's not for the faint at heart. It, listen. What you are doing, hold on, I got to go into Paul Leduca here for a second. It is, it is, let's see. Right now you have uh, pending bets on um, the Houston Army uh, over. You have pending bets on Army minus three. You have pending bet on, uh, let's see, hold on. It's like, it's, it's really insanity. In the That's past, um, let's see. In the last 30 days, in the last 30 days, you've made 691 <laughs> bets. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? <laughs> and I, I probably made 791 with my bookie. 691 bets. How's your what bookie the- handle that volume? What do you like? It, 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 it's a certain system that I have when it comes to college, so it's different. I use a, a system when it comes to college basketball, so... Um, those were most of them from the beginning of the year because sun starts gets tricky. Beginning of the year, you can try to find 
things here and there with all the transfers and all the new guys coming in. But now it's starting to get a little tricky with college basketball and NBA because now Vegas has got to gauge on all the lines and all the players and all the good teams. So try to, uh, you know, ambush them early. That's mostly in every sport before Vegas tries to figure out the lines. And now they're starting to get them in college basketball. I am. Uh... But by the way, again, I will reiterate, I did go 3-0 and on this podcast. You did? There you go. There you go. You're welcome. Now and by the just... way, I picked all dogs, and they all won outright. So keep on going. A buddy of mine uh, texted me a stat this morning in which um, since 2000 – hold on. I'm going to read it to you. I think it's since 2006. Uh, straight up – hold on one second. Hold on. I'll read it to you. Since 2007, double-digit road favorites are 60 and 11 straight up. 60 and 11. Mike Tomlin has four of those losses. Wow. Pretty nuts. Here's the point of our podcast. We should get to the point here. The point of our podcast is we are going to pick nine teams, nine games. Let me rephrase. We are going to make nine bets. I'm a little rusty. I have been in in a couple weeks. Nine bets for a nine-team parlay that will pay us off uh, $20,000. Here's the thing. We've been doing this since early September. Back when Jimmy G was dating a porn star, and we could confirm that the only that might one still of be us happening, but sure. on this podcast, whoever came close to potentially dating a porn star might have been the one who was an all-star four times. Um, it wasn't me, yeah. And Exactly. And so uh, it is now December. We haven't won. Last week I wasn't here. You guys went six and three. Blackjack was the was the anchor who's dragging you guys down. He went one and two. Meanwhile, Darren Ravel, the newest hire at the Action Network, wrote a story last week about an Indiana University student yeah. who won a nine team parlay. What the fuck, guys? Like <laughs> we are professionals. Yeah. We're doing this. We're studying. Here's some, you know, some schmuck at Indiana. I went to Indiana. I know how smart you have to be to get into Indiana. I know why he has so much time to make 19 parlays. It's not that hard of a school. Mark Cuban went to Indiana for a semester. And look what he did. Um, it was very impressive. I read the article. It was a fa- great. It was good for that kid. That's fantastic. We're doing something wrong, boys. Here's so I, I have an idea for this. Like, I've thought about this because the games in NFL all blow. I looked at them; they suck. There's no, there's no. We we need to just do a money line parlay this week. I agree. And just, and just yes, like, yes. The, the games, the, the games are crazy. awful. There's like one home dog this week, uh, and just it's just all, the games are bad. If you, Paul, tell me one game right now where you're like, wow, that's a we have a great edge in this game. There's none of them; they all suck. No, I mean, you look at the line in the lineup and you're thinking, okay, maybe the Dolphins are the best play because you're getting the most points, but then you're like, okay, do I really want to trust the Dolphins? Like, You're right. There are a lot of good money line plays. Um, uh, so we should do, do, do money line parlay. Guys, I just want to win. I just want to win something. I can't be like Paul LaDuca and just fire away on every first 10-minute bet in college basketball <laughs> between Appalachian State and it's Mount Kisco. The dedication. I, I've talked about this. I said, how do you know? Like, I, I've bet a little bit of college basketball. Like, I think I had like 30 games or something this year. Like, I, I don't know how you know 
all it's just it's the amount of knowledge you have to have to know there's like what 300 ncaa division one teams like yeah amazing. jeff i love jeff. it he doesn't by the know. way Nevada's going to win the national championship with eric musselman as their head coach and the two twins caleb and cody Martin. so how do i bet against that where do i go can i find a i wouldn't bet against it here's the thing this i agree with you on this because i feel like you and I might have talked about this last spring. Uh, were you? I think aren't you friends with a coach at Nevada? Yeah. Or don't you? Yeah, I'm like, friends with. A coach. And they made it to the Sweet Sixteen last year, and they added three new pieces of grad transfers and a and a, a McDonald's All American freshman. And I'm telling you right now, they're the real deal. The, it, they've beaten everybody. They might be the Wichita State of a couple years ago. They might go in the tournament undefeated. Well, I took Arizona State plus six and a half, and they covered the other night against Nevada. So I'll take that. No, that was a very. I was, I was actually at the game. It was at Staples Center. It was a very good game. Bobby Hurley's team's a very good team too. He's the head coach at Arizona State. So you guys want to start questioning my college basketball knowledge? What? Because you know the co- who the coach at Arizona State is. Do you want me to get Bobby's autograph or Danny, his brother? I don't want, do you want an autograph. Else? I want some okay. fucking money. All right, then stay so on the start, show and tell Blackjack to stop picking hockey games. Let's go. Can we? Can we choose like? Are let's there go. Any, uh, NBA I'm starting lines. off. I'm oh. starting off first game. Go. You, you go. guys ready? Do it, Jeff. Yeah. So we're going money. I'm taking the Chiefs on the money line Thursday night. They are. This, this will be the tenth win in a row against the Chargers. Thursday night football. Home team is ten and two so far this year. The Chiefs just own the Chargers. It's not like. And here's the thing about the ownage deal. It's not that they're lucky. They're winning these. They are blowing out the Chargers when they play them. And every time the Chargers come to Kansas City, even last year, oh, the Chargers have won seven in a row. Come to Kansas City. Chiefs are struggling. They say the Chargers are going to win the AFC West now. They and they lose by by seventeen points. Like the Chargers are not going to win this football game. I know the Chiefs are a little beat up, which worries me a tiny bit. Spencer Ware might be out. Tyreek Hill, who knows? But you watched know, Pat Mahomes yesterday. That was the toughest game the Chiefs have had all year, and they still found a way to win that game. That that's a game, by the way. They lose the first five years. Andy Reid is there. I've watched enough Chiefs football to know that game. They they lost the Titans two years ago. We lost the Colts in twenty thirteen in that type of game. And the Chiefs won that game. So give me, I think it's minus 165 right now. Um, I'll take the Chiefs on the money line Thursday night. I so want the Chargers to win this game. I'm going to have a hard time. Why? I love Phillip Rivers. I so think, do I. I think Pat Mahomes is going to have a long, glorious career. And I want to see Phillip Rivers succeed. I like the kind of competitor he is. I like the fact that this team is finally sort of putting it all together. And I feel like they've been snake bit. Like every year that the Chargers are close to being good, they get screwed by something else, by some miracle. You know, Phillip Rivers tears his ACL. He can play through it. He gets to the championship game, and they've got the misfortune of playing the Patriots, right? And like... That was a great year for LaDainian Tomlinson. It's a great chance for Phillip Rivers. They didn't get there. It is a shame to me that Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning have multiple Super Bowls and Phillip Rivers might be better than both of them and barely has an AFC championship game. When you get to those moments, you got to win those games, though, and they haven't won those games. Have you torn your ACL? No, one injury I've not had, but thank you for asking. Wow. The one common injury. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, you know what helps prevent ACLs is having um, strong quads. I have very strong quads. Very front front dominated. If you were 6'7", 340 pounds, there's nothing on you that shouldn't be strong. My hamstrings front are pretty weak. Dominated. Oh, my God. Two things that come out of this conversation right now. Just from Schwartzy in the beginning. 
he made up a new word called ownage. That's a, it's pretty much a baseball term. I've seen it in baseball a lot. He also said, this blows. I don't know the last time I've heard that, uh, that one. Ownage, and I'm, I'm front strong? <laughs> what are you? Quad dominant. Quad front dominant. Front, yeah, like front dominant. chain, like front chain dominant, like quads, like I'm not, like my calves and hamstrings not very strong. I've never heard that. I'm nothing dominant. Yeah, I know that. You got good hair. You could be hair dominant. I have very good hair. <laughs> Are we in on the Chiefs? I like it. Thursday night. I mean, like. They're scoring. Home teams are dominating on Thursday night. I will tell you. I don't like three and a half. That's why I said let's just go with a money line on this one. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. But I'm telling you right now, I'm kind of rooting for the Chargers. There's no evidence they're going to win this game, though. You just hope they win this game. There's no evidence of anything ever. We have evidence of sights unseen. You have to t- you have to look at at trends, odds, film. There's not. You're, you're just saying I hope Phil Rivers wins. I like the guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> we haven't won a 19 parlay yet. That's as good a reason. We as have any not. And some what, the, the, some some little kid at Indiana won it, huh? Yeah. Did he reach out to you to congrat? Did like to say like we're we're boys from Indiana? Or do you he reach out to him? Reached out to, to Ravel. He reached out to Ravel. See, he wouldn't reach out to the Indiana grad that's wrote more books than Ravel. That's unbelievable. Listen, Ravel's a brand, man. What am I? You're an author. Fair point. I've written seven books, four bestsellers. <laughs> I've written a book, too. Not a bestseller, unfortunately. We can make it so. They don't want to write my uh, book. It would I, rock the I, world. I think they're actually done printing it. I've got an email about that. Really? <laughs> Paul, okay, up. my choice. Uh, okay, so we're going money line thing uh, with these money lines. Um, uh, we'll go with the Ravens um, on the money line. Um, I was talking to Chad off before we started the podcast, and to me, that felt like the most playoff game that we've seen this whole year. Hard hitting, every everything was contested. The Baltimore Ravens defense contested everything that Mahomes threw at him. And listen, it took a miracle. It took him rolling to the right, throwing all the way back to yeah. his left, and Tyree Kill adjusting to that ball for them to win that game. And Lamar Jackson made a mistake at the end of the game, and then the missed field goal, and then it went into overtime, all that. But Baltimore, the way they're running the ball, they're running the ball 66% of the time right now, and they're going to be able to control the football if you look at Jameis Winston and, and the way Tampa Bay, he was already he was yelling at multiple people on the sideline yesterday um, because one guy uh, missed the snap or was in the wrong motion, and it was his fault after a pick. I, I just think this is an easy money line. Plus, Baltimore needs to win this game. I get it was a tough loss, but they should have won that game against Kansas City. They played their hearts out. Yeah, here's another thing that's pretty remarkable. The Ravens have this new offense with Lamar Jackson, an offense that's unsustainable in the future. It's just oh, yeah, sustainable now as kind of a gimmicky offense. I'll tell you why it's unsustainable. They've now played the last four weeks. They've played the Bengals, not in, not in no particular order, Bengals, Falcons, Raiders, Chiefs, right? Those run defenses, 28, 29, th- uh, 31, and 32, okay? Now they played Tampa, the 30th-ranked rushing defense. Uh, they got 198 rushing yards yesterday. They had 200 each the previous three games. So I'm with you, Paul. I think the Ravens run the football again very well. And their defense, we saw what their defense did yesterday to the Chiefs. They were able to 
pressure Mahomes, give him looks he had not seen before. And they did play well. Look, the Chiefs are averaging, we're averaging 36 and a half points per game, only scored 27. Um, so I, I, I think the Ravens do win this game. They're favored by eight and a half. So it tells you that Vegas obviously thinks they, they, they should win this game. I'm, I'm good with you here. Let me just point something out. Vegas doesn't think they're going to win this game. Vegas thinks the people think the Ravens are going to win this game. And they could take advantage of that. It's called ownage. What? All right, let's do the Ravens. <laughs> We're talking about what's the what's their their no oh, the money line's not on the app. Not on the app, yeah. Maybe their ownage just to cover. It's a lot of points this late in the year. Oh, I think it's at minus three seventy. Huh? Feels like they think they're going to win that game, but I don't know. I could be. I'm a novice at this still, right? No, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas thinks. Vegas thinks that all the fans think they're going to win this game. That's why they set the line where they do. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It means. You're up. Hello, Bears. How would you like to beat the Green Bay Packers at home in a cold, cloudy, windy Soldier Field on a Sunday afternoon where you can end the season for your most bitter rivals? Love it. Love it. I think they would like to do that. Aaron Rodgers, watch out. Watch Here's out now. We now. won yesterday without our coach. Watch out. We're going to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, right. Here's the problem I'm having. And you guys can't really relate to this because you were amongst the few who were the best in the world at what you do. And it takes you out of sort of fandom. I'm starting to buy into the Bears, and that's, a, like, honest to God. Schwartzy, you and I are going to be in Atlanta for the Super Bowl because yeah. we're both going to go uh, do some radio down there. And um, honest to God, this morning I thought, do I need to extend my trip? Do I need to start thinking about how I'm going to get into the game because the Bears are going to be in the Super Bowl? God, if they had a different quarterback. Yeah, that worries me. They're so good, Schwartzy, on defense. It's ridiculous. I are mean, you, like, I, I, I get it. but Are you going like, to trust I, Trubisky three games the in the playoffs? That's the thing. That's the thing. I'll tell you what. I trust that Matt Nagy is – I got to give Colin Coward credit on that. He called that a long time ago, and uh, he's a – the kid the guy's a great coach, a genius. And what he got out of Chase Daniel and what he, he's trying to get out of Trubisky – Trubisky – those guys were open. He just made bad throws, and he and he thinks with his feet first. If if he just didn't make mistakes and was like Alex Smith, that wow, they'd be dangerous. They'd be very dangerous. A guy like that that would just would not make mistakes. I'm chalking it up to just being rusty. Okay, I can give you that. Maybe he needed the games. He needed. Yeah, games. a couple of those throws, you'd say like, hey, these are you know he overthrew a couple of guys. Like, yeah. You know what? Maybe another weekend getting back from his shoulder. It does worry me though that you say he partially dislocated his shoulder. That doesn't really like get better. I don't think at <laughs> the season, especially if you're getting hit. So I, I just I don't know if he'll stay healthy. Yeah, you know, what? You I've had never had it like a guy dislocate his shoulder like a pitcher. Like, how does that work, Schwartz? He, like you can it just throw pops it out. and it pops right back in. So then obviously the ligaments are loose. Yeah. Not have not had that injury, by the way, Chad. As you're wondering, I did. I asked. I was worried about you. 
I, I think the Packers dominant. win yesterday front was dominant, and the shoulder the shoulder muscles are kind of in the front. So, they are. Um, yeah. I I uh, I think the Packers. You're right. Like they're gonna. Yesterday they played a really bad Falcons team, Mooie who bad. gifted them a pick six. Mooey bad, dude. Listen, as I recall, you were all over the Falcons when the year. I was. I mean, I can't predict that half their defense gets hurt, but what, what are you going to do about it? That was sad. Totally sad. All right. Jeff, you're up. Am I up? Ooh. Ooh, we're doing money line. Let's see. Let's find a, let's find a good team here. Am I allowed to? I, th- I think I'm going to throw a challenge factor if I take the, if I take the Falcons. You are. It's 100%. <laughs> but let me remind people. We do have bowl games starting this week. We do. Oh, boy. I haven't even got... Appalachian State. I'm I'm looking at exactly that, Paul. Are you going to take it? I <laughs> know uh, you're looking at it because you mentioned it earlier. Yeah. All right. Let me let me go. Can I? Can I? Um, we have to do all 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 money lines. Can I take it? Can I take a total here? You do whatever you want to do. I think I'm going Indy Dallas under 47. Um, we have a, a Dallas Cowboys team that struggles to score. Don't don't let yesterday fool you. Okay, throwing go routes to Mario Cooper is not a sustainable offense. I say this for for many weeks now. I do not buy the Dallas Cowboys offense. They showed you the first half yesterday that they're just not a very good offense. Like I said, throwing go routes to cornerbacks that were in you know that were in Arena Football two weeks ago or were on the practice squad three weeks ago for the Eagles does not mean the Cowboys offense, in my opinion, is any good. And we look at the Colts, whose offense is improved, but the Cowboys defense is really good. And I, Colts defense, by the way, is really good as well. I just think this feels like a, like an under game. Everyone's going to bet the over here because they saw the Cowboys put up a bunch of points. The Colts beat the Texans this week and everyone's going to bet the over. It's probably going to rise a little bit, but I, I think under 47, uh, with two really good defenses and a Cowboys offense that I don't trust on the road. Um, I, I'll take that. For the record, let's see what's going on here. Not a lot of action on this game yet, obviously, because. It's still Monday morning in this game. You know, the Cowboys played so late into the night last night. Um, Dallas is a three-point dog at uh, Indy. The total, you said, is – let's see what the total is. The total right now is at 47. It has not moved. It's too early for that, probably. I like the under, too. I'm looking at some of the metrics. I like the under, too. I think it's going to go in that direction. That's what I think. So if we bet it now, we're getting a good number. What's the number at now? 47. Paul? It's your call, Millman. I, I like it. I, I, we're going to do listen it. Listen to me. Anytime you punch the under or anytime you, you, you play the under, I like it. I do. Because it takes some huevos. It does. Well, listen. We're front dominant in the huevos. <laughs> Last I checked. That is very, very accurate. They hang in the front. You know what I'm saying? I like it. We do have bowl games this weekend. Oh, my God. Yes. Appalachian State. Book it. Are you doing that? Are you going to do App State? I'm going to go with you on that. Are we yes. booking App State as a money line win? Yeah. And you know what? People don't realize Appalachian State, they they played a, a, a gimme game a couple weeks ago. They didn't cover. But App State's fifth in the nation in total yards and defense. Um, yes. They're very good. And, I, and the other stat that – that people don't realize is that their head coach, um, Scott Satterfield, he's two and one in bowl games. Um, and I got to give credit 
to our own um, or in the in Middle Tennessee uh, coach Rick Stockville is two in five in bowl games. So Danny Donahue, I got to give credit to our own Action um, Network staff. If you got to go on the Action Network, um, the newsfeed, and look at that article because it gives you all the head coaches in the bowl games what their record says. That is giant. So the Middle Tennessee State head coach is two and five in bowl games. App State's got a great defense. I'm going to go with the stats, and again, another line that's like seven will take App State on the money line. You know what I love? I love these this money line parlay. I can't believe we didn't think of this earlier. Why did it take some shlomo from Indiana to teach us, us men, us experienced men, to figure out? That we can just bet a money line parlay, and we might actually be successful. <laughs> uh, oh my! I God, just realized because the games today just been they're just I don't like them, but now college football is in the mix. I, I'm glad you you opened my eyes to this. Oh, I've opened your eyes to so many things, Jeff. <laughs> Unfortunately, is it my turn? Do I get to go right now? Because I got one. I got a big one. Yes. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm going to blow your minds right now. Blow your minds. There's not – there are no odds on this game. There is no line on this game. But on Saturday, December 15th, the University of Michigan Wolverines basketball team is hosting Western Michigan at Chrysler Arena in Ann Arbor at 2 p.m. We are including the University of Michigan – in our nine-team money line parlay. Wow. Wow. Western Michigan or Michigan? Michigan. Dude, the goal is to win. We're not including loser teams here. No, I agree. So, like, you're going to take Michigan on the money line? Yeah. I mean, they're good. By the way, this is the best defensive team that he's ever had. At Michigan, um, I want to say in the Ken Palm ratings, they're number one in the nation in defensive efficiency. Where they've never been that way at Michigan, uh, he's dangerous, and his teams usually get better as they get, yeah, um, um, through the year. And I want to say, what's Western Michigan? I, I, they, I want to say Western Michigan might be. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, they're 220th, where Michigan's probably like third or fourth uh yeah this is probably a, a mortal lock i mean at the end of this money line parlay we might actually have to pay someone if we win but uh <laughs> we'll win like you know three cents on the dollar but that's okay um i i i have no comment on this i'll trust you guys i i don't pretend to know about college basketball this time of year neither do i Paul, you should know. Look, Obviously, I'm looking when you, at the schedule. You've got 40 thinking, college basketball games a night. You should know. What do you, you like? What do you even like, Paul? Like, I know like where to find all the football stats I ever need in my life. Like all the advanced metric, everything. Where do you go to find that for college basketball? Ken I Pum. use more of the lines and then the Ken Palm. I use a lot of the I Ken look Palm. This guy up. Ken because Palm. let me take a note. Well, the Ken Palm gives you adjusted tempo. It shows Ooh. you how fast the teams go. They move the ball, a lot of different stuff. Yeah, so just the tempo, just like the offense. Seven, eight, nine years ago, I was in Vegas, and you know, you guys know that one of the seven books I've written, one of the four bestsellers, it's called The Odds. 
and it was about a season I spent in Vegas tracking guys who bet on professional sports. And uh, college basketball was like the thing that was really the focus of the book. And um, it's a great book, brilliant book. You guys should check it out. I can autograph it for you if you'd like me to. And um, just bring it to the holiday party. So I kept up with college basketball all these years. So about 10 years ago, I was in Vegas, and I said to the guys at the Westgate, um, Jeff Sherman, who's one of the bookmakers there, um, what are people using to follow college basketball right now? And he said Ken Palm. Ken Pomeroy. Yeah. Who a is weatherman. a meteorologist in Utah. <laughs> Is and crazy? is like covering college basketball at the deepest level. And all the gamblers got onto him very, very early. You know, the crazy part is, Chad, he never used it. Like, he never used his own algorithms to make money when it first came out, right? Not he a gambler. Not, Not a gambler. gambler. I, I had him on the podcast once when I was at ESPN. And maybe I did, no, I did a story about him. Then I asked him to come on the podcast and he wouldn't do it. He didn't want to be associated with gambling. Jeff's mind is blown. It's another. I'm on this website right now. I mean, look. I mean, who would have known Manhattan was 308th in in efficiency? I mean, just well. Here's the deal. What he blown. gives you, you got to go to the right too. When you go to the efficiencies and the ratings, you got to be careful. But when you go to the right, you got to look to the right because the strength of schedule is where he it, it it gives you a big advantage because they could be putting up great offensive numbers and then you look to the strength of schedule, they could be playing poor poor teams. So you got to check it all I mean, out, and it does a great job. I mean, Jeff, you got to go, man. Make your uh, pick. Let's do it. Who would know about Longwood, 300th? I mean, geez, just all the stuff you learn. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Since we got, we're going college football, give me Fresno State on the money line in the Vegas Bowl this weekend against uh, Arizona State. I'll tell you why. I play in this bowl game. It's awful for the Pac-12 conference. I'll give you many reasons for it. By the way, since 2006, Mountain West is 7-2 and two straight up against the Pac-12 in this game. There's many reasons for that. One... Now, we played BYU, so it's a little different. But we stayed at the Venetian. The Pac-12 stays at the Venetian. The Mountain West team stays at the Golden Nugget. So they are all business. And when you play BYU, they actually don't go out at all. And we're just getting hammered every night on the strip. Uh, and the reason why you get hammered every night is because you typically aren't very good if you're the Pac-12 in this game. This is Pac-12's sixth bowl game. Arizona State is 7-5. and five. And this is Mountain West's number one bowl game. If they do not, you know, if they don't end up going to like a group of five, you know, a, a, a January 1st bowl or one of those big bowls, this becomes the number one bowl for the Mountain West. So I think you get a Fresno team that's really good at 10 and 2. The only two losses this year are both to Boise State. And you have Jeff Tedford, who used to be a coach in the Pac 12 Conference, as we know, who's going to want to beat the Pac 12 Conference. And Herm Edwards' teams play like a meandering kind of style of football. Uh, their best wide receiver, Harry, is already declared for the NFL draft. Manny Wilkins will not be able to play very well against him. Uh, I know, Paul, you're an alum of Arizona State. I kind of think you'd agree with me here. Yeah, I actually do. Um, I watched Fresno State uh, their last game. They're they're for real. And, you know, the, I think it's going to be a defensive struggle, the game, actually. And probably. I think Her, uh, Herm will probably have his guys ready, but – Arizona State just has the knack. They're, they're that team that I think they're going to start going forward, but they're that team that always lands at like 7-4 and four and then land in the Sun Bowl and lose. I, I, I <laughs> They shouldn't be underdogs. I was surprised that they were underdogs in this game because usually Vegas will go towards more of the power conference and go, okay, here's the Pac-12 team against Fresno State, usually uh, da-da-da-da-da, and then they hung Fresno State up, the favorite, and the line's gone from three to four and a half. Um 
it's scaring me a little bit. I wouldn't even bet Arizona State if you gave me the money. I think I think Fresno State might bury him. Cha-ching. Okay, so it's I love me, when right? there's some inside info. When Jeff, a I feel like there's Jeff is like the Forrest Gump of football. I've had this injury. I've played in this game. He could say that about everything. True. We lost this game, by the way, thirty-eight to eight. And the most embarrassing part of this loss was we scored with like three seconds left in the game on this deep touchdown pass, and our wide receiver blew out his toe in this the last play, and then we went for two for whatever. We were like there were like three seconds left in the game. We're down thirty-eight to six, and our coach made us go for two. Who was your coach? Mike Bellotti. Mike but the the loss ended up ended up getting us Chip Kelly though, so it wasn't a bad thing. Mm. Yeah, there's a silver lining. Yeah, because right? everything turns up roses when you're in Vegas. Paulie, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, are the Army games the twenty second? Oh darn! Okay, too far. I'm gonna, tar- I'm gonna already tell you that's next week. Ed Oliver said he's not playing. He's declaring for the draft. He's not going to play in that game. Army's going to score 108 points. So uh, we'll play that next week. So let's go to the NFL. Uh, wow, if we're going to do this money line thing, gosh, I don't want to really take the Seahawks on the road, even off a of bye. They don't do it. I will winner. challenge the crap. I guess out of that it's one. LA then, right? It's the Rams, right? I mean, the Eagles? Rams and the Eagles? Nine and a half? I mean, you think the Eagles got a chance? I think the Eagles. I, I, I said it before. The answer, the 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 I, game Eagles that, aren't good. My issue is, is that Jared Goff, like I said last week on the pod, and that's why I had, I had um, liked Chicago, which everybody did on on um, the Action Network, all of our guys, is that he was getting a, he's been a little steppy in the pocket, but now yeah. you know they're facing Philadelphia. Although their defensive front was pretty good yesterday, was Philadelphia. But I mean. Where do we go now? Nine and a half. They should win this game, a bounce back game. They need to win this game now that New Orleans has now got home field advantage if they keep winning out, which they probably will. So they got Carolina next week, so you never know what's going to happen with uh, Yogi Bear, uh, Cam Newton, and his hats. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I don't. I was the Park Ranger, like, wore, Yogi Bear, the Park Ranger. He wears the hat all the are time. You, are you, you taking guys the don't Rams? Know, you ever watch pulp culture when you were a little? Schwartz, you're a little young for us, even though you look not like you're way older. Forty years ago, that's a, a, a reference to, to Yogi. He does not wear Bear a Yogi the Bear Ranger hat. Forty years ago, and it like with a Ranger hat. I don't even know what game. I don't culture. even know what pick that's you made. That's obscure history. I just asked you. Do you guys? I'm saying that the L.A. Rams need to win this game because now the New Orleans Saints and them are tied. Now New Orleans has got home field advantage, and there are what three games left, so they're both going to play out. Now, have the Philadelphia Eagles quit? I think you they lose me. this game because their season's over and because the Rams and Their season's over. They're done. And Carson Wentz is getting tired of getting hit. So choose the Rams. I did. Oh. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was, you know, clouded by your... No, I was saying that... By your amazingly on-point cultural No, my amazing on-point thing was that they have it. Listen... Cam Newton and his Yogi the Bear Ranger hat that he wears all the time can beat anybody at any time. That guy is like, I don't know what's up with that team. And I have a feeling that they're going to be tough against New Orleans on Monday night. A lot of people have gone down to six and a half already. So that was my other point. 
I am sorry that I wasted four minutes of this podcast's time. I got it. Thank you for apologizing. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yes, you're the last one to make this a nine-team parlay. That, that's now going to pay $800. <laughs> it is a tough one. Like, do I do Seattle? Do I do Jacksonville? You know what the crazy yes. part is? We're picking these yes, on the, the money line, one. and it's still tough. Yes. It's Jacksonville. True. But it is Jacksonville. I agree. It's 100% Jacksonville. It has to be, right? This Redskins team. Yes. Wow. Mark We're fading Sanchez. the Redskins. What's that? You have to fade the Redskins here. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, who's going to play quarterback for them? Johnson, right? He actually came in and scored a couple. But he was running. I don't know, if you watch the end of that game, he was running at the end of the game. Like, he, he made a couple plays with his legs. Yeah, he, he also completed, like, an 80-yard pass. The Giants were playing nobody. They did Nobody. They, they took everybody out. Yeah, they took everybody out, yeah. This, is, this game, by the way, opened at the lowest total since 2012, 36 points. That's true. That is an ActionNetwork.com story. Yes, the, the Bills that. game opened at thirty-seven, and a half, so it opened. Oh wow! It opened up. It opened up lower than the Bills game, even though the Bills game flew over. That's crazy. Yes, in. Dang it! I'm in. Here we go. Here we go, boys. That is our nine-team parlay choices. Are you ready? Here we go. We have Kansas City on the money line against the Los Angeles Chargers on Thursday night. We have the Baltimore Ravens on the money line to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have the Chicago Bears to beat the Green Bay Packers. Jeff with a wild card taking the under 47 in the Colts-Cowboys game. We have App State. I don't even know who they're playing. Who is MTSU? Middle Tennessee State. This weekend, Paul chose them to win on the money line. Chad chose Michigan basketball to beat Western Michigan on the money line on Saturday, 2 o'clock at Chrysler Arena. Jeff has Fresno State because they care more about the bowl than Arizona State in Las Vegas. Pauly chose the Rams over the Eagles. Again, money line. Chad Millman from the Action Network chose the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Washington Redskins on the money line. Reminder, we are going for the money line picks. Because we haven't won anything all year playing against the spread. <laughs> um, I'm, 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 I'm making this. I'm making this a parlay right now. I'm going to bet this. We can. We can have numbers. Not all these games are posted yet, though. That's a problem. I'll, I'll keep it open. Keep it open as soon as it gets posted. It might be a few days because. Um, but the beauty is Eagles the money line not posted. I don't think it's weird. What's that? Eagles Rams not posted. It's weird. It My is sports book choice. Uh, I don't know that you'll get Michigan posted. Oh, I think for the- a few days. Right. No, I know that. That's why I keep it open. Yeah. Hmm. It's time for me to read us out. Are you ready? Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Favorites. We have shows every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Download our free app and do, do us a favor. Rate and review the show. Don't forget that Georgina, the best part of any of our podcasts, will read your favorite reviews, our favorite reviews, on Friday's show. Paul Duca, Jeff Schwartz, thank you for joining me. This could be it, fellas. If not for Jeff's total, we could totally be in the money this week. You can listen to our show on Apple Podcasts or on radio.com slash the Action Network or wherever you get your shows. See you on Wednesday when I talk to Scooch. Until next time.